you're never going to get anywhere unless you try. It's literally all about just like trying your best, putting yourself out there and just like, yeah, like work, work hard and you'll see results. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 116 of the Cod Casuals podcast. We're your host, Mike. I'm Justin. Justin, how are we today, my friend? I'm good. Yeah. Good day. Uh, a little dreary over the weekend. Yeah, but... it was uh, It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> to- totally disastrous. Yeah. New England weather wasn't uh, so good. Yeah, this is weird for us, too, because usually when we, do, uh, when we do the episodes, we do them just once a week. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing like a back-to-back one. Yeah. It does feel we'll, a bit odd. We can explain later. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll leave that at the end. <laughs> yeah. So you got to stick around to the very end of the, the five-hour episode that we're about to do here. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we have, obviously, we're in a different room, and we have another guest. We have a very special guest today. Justin, please introduce this lovely guest that we have. Yeah. So today we have an, a very special guest. Uh, we have a member of Oxygen Esports, or OXG, for people who don't know what OXG is. Uh, it's New England's premier esports league. Uh, and they participate in Overwatch, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, Rocket League, Valorant, and of course our favorite, the Call of Duty League, as a Boston Breach. Uh, she's an influencer marketing manager for OXG. Let's welcome Samantha Kirk. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. How are Hello. we? I claps for myself. Good. That good. good. <laughs> no, that's totally normal. Yeah. Dude, why not? Yeah. Thanks so, for having me. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's our pleasure. You know, again, we've been making the rounds with the uh, the members of the brief. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. And we've wanted to have you on for a while. So it's great to finally lock you I'm down. I'm third, right? I'm only third. Um, Dens. Third. Yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Third. Wow. So that's pretty up close to the top. Yeah, that is close to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For like mm-hmm. VIP people that yeah. we're going to get, that's you know? Me. Yeah. And Dens and T Dog. Not as important. No, 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 not as important. Yeah. You can go tell them that. Yeah. Well, not today. Dan's just got engaged, but T Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How's uh, how's everything going? Things are going so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Busy, yeah. Busy, busy <laughs> as always. No, they're going good. Very good. good. Yeah. Busy, busy Monday. Mm-hmm. But and the dreary weather is getting to me too. I was driving here today and felt mm-hmm. like it was five p.m. Yeah, and her uh, her commute's pretty long too. That's a, true. Two hour commute. Good old New Hampshire. So. Yeah. yeah. Two two hour two and a half with traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I sped down here today because I came at a random time and there was no traffic, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Just dark skies and the wind. Did you drive oh. in the wind today? I did not. No, it, oh. wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was like yeah. my car like will move, and I have a yeah. big car. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, what car do you drive? Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, yeah. that is a big. Yeah, that's a tank. Yeah, that is yeah. a tank. Yeah, that's a tank right there. Yeah, and it's old, so you know. No, it's weird though. Like when I was driving here, I think I went through like four or five different shades of the weather. Like it was, yeah, it was yeah. dreary. It started raining a little bit. Yep. Like when I left uh, Lowell, it was pouring rain. Yeah. Like bucketed mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. And then I drive ten minutes out of there. Beautiful sunny sky. Yep. Then it's getting gray. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. You know. And the clouds were like moving fast. Have you yeah. ever noticed? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a horror movie. Scary, yeah. yeah, yeah. But kind of fun. Yeah, but yeah. Scary, yeah. yeah. But yeah, then coming here and then all of a sudden it's like the heavens open up and it's sunny. Yeah. yeah. It was it was sunny here the entire day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. At least by my house it was. Yeah. I just find that yeah. so funny how you could only be like, you know, 50 miles from me yeah. and the weather yeah. could be completely different. Yeah. Well, one time I was here and I had woken like woken up in a town nearby, so I like came in from here in Massachusetts and it was like just raining. And, like, not too cold. And my boyfriend called me and was like, hey, like, I don't know how long you're planning to stay there, but, like, you should probably come home because the roads are getting really bad. And 
my um, one of my bosses, Danny, was like, oh, yeah, like, take off early. Like, you like make sure you get home safe. And I kid you not, I, like, got through Boston, just rain. Mm-hmm. The second I hit, like, the Seabrook, New Hampshire line, feet, feet, like, several feet of snow. Really? Feet? Is that several yeah. feet? Yeah. Several yeah. Yeah, feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. Not that's weird. That's Doesn't that sound weird? Yeah. Several, Several feet. feet? <laughs> yeah. 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 But like, it was the most dangerous I've ever driven in. Like, it was horrifying. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even kidding. Like, thirty on the road the entire way. But like, I'm o- that's only two hours away. Like, it was so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very scary. That that is weird. Yeah. Weather. I hate it. I hate it. It pisses off. Our fans know all about it, bro. I know. We're like, you talk about it a lot? All the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. this doesn't pan out. We've got a meteorologist. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, for people who don't know who you are, yes. So who is Samantha Kirk? So I'm the influencer marketing manager for The Breach, The Uprising, and OXG, so all of those titles. Um, and at OXG... I like manage all of our influencer relations. So like if anybody needs anything from the influencers, if we're planning something fun for them, I spearhead all of that. And then of course, like our onboarding. So when we're bringing a creator on, I do a lot of that. Um, But in real life, I come from an education background. So I went to school to be a teacher, graduated with my teaching degree, taught um, children's theater before I ever got into esports. And then on the side did gaming as a hobby and got a Facebook deal through the gaming that I was doing. And then through that deal, met a media agency that represented me to Facebook. They were the creator service provider for Facebook. So they did all of the middleman. If you needed something from Facebook, you went through them. Um, Reached out to them when I was with them saying essentially like, hey, I've built my brand up. I've run all my own social accounts. Here's all the success I've had. If you're hiring, let me know, and, like, I'd love to help you with your socials. And then interviewed with them, got the job, ran their socials, then started doing talent management with them um, when my Facebook deal ended because, obviously, you can't manage Facebook talent while you're Facebook talent. Um, So I've managed, like, 20 to 30 creators, mainly, like, Minecraft and um, other games. But that's how I got into, like, talent management, and then I – got hired here, which is like a whole nother story, which maybe we can get into later, but that's that's me. So talent manager, influencer manager, works with marketing. I also run socials for OXG um, and then come from an education background. How, um, <laughs> how did you go from being an education major yeah. into marketing? Because those are two yeah, completely very different, different, different Very different. Well, I think like, and I say this to anybody that like wants to get involved in esports, like it's all about building yourself up. Like you can go to school for marketing, but if you know nothing about the esports industry, you're going into it with the same experience essentially as like somebody that studied science and, but, but wants to be in esports, right? Like mm-hmm. it, esports is its own entity and it's like a completely different industry from everything else. So essentially, I the experience I had to market for esports was the experience I created by marketing my own brand and like becoming a creator. And obviously, I don't do that anymore. I didn't really love it after a while, but um, that's how I got all my marketing experience. And do you if think that makes sense? Yeah. Do you think your education background helped you? Yeah. In esports. Scene? Yeah. Explain so much. Well. With education, my oldest student was 15, which like, yeah, is a pity, pity, which is a pretty big gap from 
like my 30 year old tea dog over here, but <laughs> Gramps. just kidding, tea dog, sorry. Um, but like, it's, it's all about kind of like, I, I like to say like, I'm their advocate first before I'm like their manager or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want them to succeed and that's like what I put all my efforts into. And that's kind of how you go into teaching. I mean, you would know, but like with my students, it was always like, I'm putting them first before myself every day and I want them to succeed. And you learn kind of their behaviors. And obviously I've studied human behavior and psychology a bunch. Um, But it's like all about kind of relating to and understanding human behavior. So with that, I like listen to my creators. I learn them, how they work, like how they want to succeed, where they see their channel growing and going. And I use that knowledge that I got from teaching to do that. Because managing 30 students and managing three creators, like it's less people, but it's on a bigger scale now with the creators. And it all kind of coincides in a weird way. Yeah. Now that I, I think about it, right, like that, that's perfect. Yeah. Because at least from my experience, right, like you guys know, um, a lot of managers just uh, managing anyone. Right. They don't come from an education yeah. background. And obviously being a teacher, you, you need to have patience. You need to. But also know. like caring, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, like yeah, I feel yeah. like so many I've heard so many horror stories, not really in the gaming industry, but just in like influencer marketing of managers or like agencies that don't care about the creator mm-hmm. and are in it for money or in it for like just like building up their connections and not really the creators. And whereas me, it's like I want to make sure that T-Dog is set up to like achieve everything he wants to achieve and how can I make that happen for him? And I feel like the like I don't even know the word for it, like personality behind that or like my thoughts behind that come from like the demeanor of being a teacher. Right. You have like this uh this desire to nurture right like them and their yeah. careers. Mm-hmm. You know? It Which, sounds yeah. weird. I know but, when you're saying yeah. you're like instead of like for a seventh grader or right or like mm-hmm. it's yeah. now somebody who's 30 who has 30 a house. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, it, yeah. it's the same married yeah yeah, yeah yeah that you're just trying to like further along set their career up right you know right because i think i mean you know from like because you know you have a manager i really don't i mean i have a principal you mm-hmm. know, but like the variety that you can get in a manager mm-hmm. right for like what they do they more care about just the task like yeah. did you get the task done yeah. not like how can i set you up to complete the task but to do more and succeed those are like two totally different people yeah and i feel like i mean i come from a teaching background i don't know about the rest of the staff here but i feel like it's very common at breach and oxygen in general like so many of the people that work here are like that too and i think that's what makes us all so close like my supervisor danny like she I can tell it truly, truly wants me to succeed and has taught me so much in like six months, more than people I've worked with in the past, like over the course of like eight years. You know what I mean? And that's really important. Yeah, that's a that's a great position to be in because um, me personally, like I've I've only had good managers. Yeah, I've heard horror stories just from like my coworkers and saying like, um, I'm thinking about leaving this role and I need some advice and like, you should feel comfortable like talking to your manager right. about that. Oh my gosh. And yeah. then, you know, the manager like pities them and is right. like, why would you want to leave? Like this, this team's great. And it's, you know, you shouldn't be doing that as a manager. If any of you are managers, don't do that. <laughs> um, managers. 
uh, you should be, you know, helping them as much as right. you can. Because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to do our best. And if you're a, a good mentor, a good manager, you're going to be pushing, uh, you know, whoever is under you to do better. Right. So um, you had said about it before, uh, and I'm curious now, from like your whole background that you just gave and you're, you know, hyping up the breach about how good it is. How did you inevitably go from that background of like being like in the Facebook marketing and managing and then eventually getting signed under the breach. Yeah. So I knew T-Dog before I started here through um, Facebook and through the org that he used to be in. Um, it was like the first org he ever joined, Carnage. What year is this, you thinking? Probably 2020. Okay. Like right during the pandemic. Um, maybe a little bit before that. No, yeah, probably right around there. And I knew, like, I connected with him through that org and then we stayed connected because we were both in the Facebook program together. And um, I fast forward a few months, I see he posted an announcement video for the breach. And I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't know I was I wasn't super involved in esports. I'll be honest, like, I didn't know. I knew the CDL. Obviously, I knew of ALGS, um, big apex player, but I didn't like know much. Like, if you asked me how many teams they were, there were, I would have been like 100. Like, yeah. I had no clue, you know, not 12. Um, watched the video. I thought it was super cool. And so then I like went online and I researched the org and I was like, this is awesome. I'm from South Borough, Mass. So about 30 minutes from Foxborough where Helix is, but like also 35 minutes outside of Boston. Um, and there was nothing that I had heard of ever before that was really like central to Massachusetts and involved gaming and involved creators and involved esports. Like, there was just nothing like it. And I thought it was so cool. So I went on and they had like a little email for um, career inquiries. And I just emailed them and was like, hey, I'm working at this company. At the time, it was full time, but it was so, so flexible. And I was just so bored. Like I literally had nothing to do all day and I just wanted to be more involved. So I emailed them and I was like, hey, um, I work for this company. Here's my resume. Here's what I've done. Here's my brand and all the brands that I'm currently working for. Would love to get in touch about working in social media for you guys. So I didn't approach it from a talent management standpoint, even, even though that was what I was doing, because it was still so new to me at the time. And I was really into socials at the time. Got an email back. Um, had a few interviews with Danny um, and some other people. And yeah, before I know it. I was hired. She she went back to me and was like, you are great with people. Like, I can tell by talking to you. Like, let's try that. And I knew T-Dog, obviously. So um, he could kind of vouch for, like, our relationship and our friendship. And that's how I got involved here. That's so, so interesting how someone can go from, like, knowing of esports right and just yeah go joining uh new england's yeah they, esport they asked too they were like oh like what's your favorite esports team other than the breach and i was like optic like i didn't know mm. any others like i knew right. optic yeah, i yeah. knew phase and thieves mm. obviously but um like i wasn't super well equipped um but now like my answer would be different yeah yeah I uh I think that's good though. That sounds bad. That that sounds like I'm an obligator. No, that's not true. <laughs> no. Love optics. No, no. Um yeah. well, but no, like now I obviously know so much mm -hmm. more. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that brings like a really good perspective because a lot, you know, a lot of people in this space, in the esports space, they want to go into, you know, esports in general. Yeah. But they're coming out from like an approach as a fan instead right. of 
like an actual employee. Right, right. Uh, so I, I think it's good that you didn't really know much about the space yeah. coming in because you bring a whole new perspective. Yeah, of how exactly. To, you know, exactly. Market this to new people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's too like what you were saying about your background um, in education too. Like yeah. that's just another part of it. Like it brings some other uh, stance on what like how to actually right. do your job. Right. Um, and again, I think sometimes when you're in the circle so much of esports or whatever mm-hmm. it is, like you, your judgment kind of gets clouded. Yeah, it, it can be know? biased for yeah. sure. Like yeah. I feel like I have a totally unbiased view and I think that's what kind of helps too because the audience that I've always been familiar reaching is a content creation audience, an entertainment audience. It was never competitive um, and it was never, yeah, e- it was never really esports. So now that I'm here, like I can really help give a take on like, okay, yes, this might reach competitors, but how could we market this to reach entertainers and creators and fans of those creators and entertainers, not just fans of competitors? Because yeah, we have awesome titles that we compete in, but we also have some awesome creators that can entertain you or we can take the content from those competitors and make it into something entertaining or they can make it into something entertaining. And it's important to figure out how that can reach a certain audience too, because there's multiple audiences. Yeah. No, I mean, we say that all the time. There's the people who will follow like certain uh, content creators. Yeah. And it's not it's not always about how good you are. It's just how you are as a personality. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, for example, we were talking about Optic. Like there's certain people that will watch Skump play. I mean, he's a rarity because he's good, but he's also entertaining. He is a rarity. You know? Yeah, he's a super freak. You know, but there's like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that? Super freak. What? In a good way. In a good, In a good way. way. Like, yeah, he, yeah. You never yeah, yeah. No, I call everybody freak. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a freak. <laughs> he's he's a like, freak. He, could do, he could do both. Oh, like, yeah. How many people and can do that? And that's rare to find. Exactly. It really, it yeah, really, yeah, really, yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean no shade at Scump. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe you just call him a freak. That's he's like really a, messed up. Freak of nature. Thank you. Freak of nature. Super freak. He's a freak. But say somebody like, oh, I don't know like on phase, like Salium, right? Mm-hmm. That guy's a really good player and people would want to watch him just because he's so good. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? yeah. But yeah. His, the personality part, that's not really his like main thing. Right. You know, it's just how good he is, you know? And there's two totally different people. Yeah. Like for myself, I'd rather watch someone who's entertaining, you know, right. just because they're funny, you know, like how good they are at the game doesn't really matter to me. Right. And those mm-hmm. are two different audiences. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so it's cool. So... Since you knew uh, T Dog like beforehand, yeah. um, I'm sure your day to day is like there is no day to day. Yeah, <laughs> really, it's just all over the place. Yeah. How involved are you like going and like getting new influencers or like new content creators? So I don't forward? want to give away all my secrets. Um, I feel like I'm a, I'm a very like low key. Um, I'm I'm a huge lurker, right? But not only in chats, but in the community. I'm a lurker. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a that's sneak. A, that's a great no, word. Yeah. No, but but really, like I, um, there's a lot to it, obviously. Mm. And I mean, so like when when it it uh, I don't even know. I don't even know how I want to talk about this. Um, it's a lot of watching content and seeing what fits i feel like the mold we have kind of created is like just the best ever like i just love our creator so much but um there's so much that goes into content as a content creator that you have to look for um the three c's (laughs) (laughs) um but no i i I look at consistency 
creativity. I forgot the third C. There's no way. What is it? Content? Content. Content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I look at consistency, creativity, and content, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's what I really pay attention to. Um, I think being consistent as a creator is so important. Um, You can take breaks and I think you should. I think everybody should take breaks. But when you do that, be weary and cautious of how that break will affect your channel and if they're not going to be there when you return, how do you get them back? I think content is so important. The first short form, the first second of the video is the most important second of the entire video. Um, and that is how are you drawing viewers in and then keeping their, them there for the rest of the video. So Mr. Beast, best, really, not best, really good creator Mm -hmm. um and like how does he keep his audience entertained if you watch his videos you'll hear like a boom sound in the first second millisecond Mm. of his video and he does that every video and it's because it immediately draws your eyes to the screen and Mm. captures your attention and i think creators that kind of realize that and learn that you you'll see it in their content right you're Mm. drawn in right away and that's why So just like staying creative and like how can you enhance your content if the game that you stream was going to like be out of business tomorrow or like they shut it down, what are you doing? Like think back to like the Fortnite black hole event. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Where and I was a Fortnite player at the time. Right. So I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is the only place I get my viewers. How am I going to shift? And I remember I played like, do you know what that game is? old neighbor or something like bye bye neighbor what's it called is it um hello neighbor is what it's called and it's like this creepy man Man, in this house or something and i remember i tried playing it and it's a good game and my stream did horrible and like every game that i shifted to i didn't do well and now reflecting back on it it's because like i hadn't been creative enough and consistent enough to keep a community around no matter what game I'm playing, no matter what time I'm live, right? You see the creators that stream, like look at Kaylee who streams at, she can stream at two in the morning or 5 p.m. at night and her viewers are still going to be there and her community is still there and that's because she's done such a good job at keeping the community around and that's so important. So those are all some things I look for. Um, but in terms of like the actual onboarding process, it's kind of complicated. I don't know if I want to give away. You don't need to trade yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys there's have a some. Lot. There's yeah. a lot to it, um, but obviously, yeah, though that's important. And those are all very personal too. Like they'll differ from person- so yeah. different, yeah. so yeah. different. I'm sure you collaborate, you talk with certain people. Oh about that my and- gosh, yeah, no, it's definitely it's a team effort, and um, we're still growing. We're still so new, so there's so much to learn. Um, But I think something that we really do well here and that we really value is once we bring a creator on, that creator is involved, right? Like we're not – we don't bring somebody on and then you'd never see them again. Like we just had a watch party the other week and T-Dog and Brittany flew out and they were here for it. And, you know, Doug came and spoke to a group of students and it's just they're going to events that we have or we're going to events with them and they feel close. Like we (laughs) – Brittany – Tyler and I went out to dinner for a seafood boil the other week, and he's still texting us in group chat being like, you guys, I can't. I have nightmares. <laughs> nightmares. I have nightmares because we were, like, gnawing on the seafood and, like, sauce all over our face. Like, we looked like animals. Like, freaks. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, freaks. There you like, go. God. Yeah, you look like freaks. Um, <laughs> but we're so close and so tight-knit, mm-hmm. and that, I think, is really important. So 
that's something that I think we're doing really well. Yeah, no, it definitely, uh, it feels like a family. You can tell yeah. just from the outside in. Um, but no, just coming back, it was funny because we, uh, we were just off for a while there and then there you are like right in the moment, just doing your work. Yeah. It's, just, it's never ending for yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's, mm -hmm. it, there's no nine to five in esports. No. And do you like that about it? No. Um, sometimes like I love, I love my team. So it's like, I don't like, I, I could call Chris at like 1130 and he'd be like, what's up? What do you need? Um, so in that sense, it's like, I'm never annoyed about working after 5 PM. Like it, I love the people I work with. I love what we do. I love what we're creating. Um, the hardest part about it though, is separating work from my personal life. That's the hardest part because like I realized a few weeks ago is when it like really hit me where I was like, I live with my boyfriend and our dog. And I was like, I haven't asked you about your day in probably like a week or two weeks. And that like, you feel so guilty, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And yeah. it's just everything I talk to him about is work related, even if it's not something that happened to me that day because we're both in the gaming space. So, so much of our conversations are around gaming and it makes it like so difficult to kind of detach from it. So anytime I can have like a day where like, we're not competing and I can just like complete, like I'll schedule out whatever I need to the day before and then just like completely decompress is really helpful. I, I uh, totally agree with that. I mean, I can imagine like being on social media all the time as mm -hmm. your job and then you gotta go and be away from it and like you have to really detach, like get off your phone mm -hmm. and not have like any input in that. But then you can't actually like enjoy social media for yourself. You know yeah, I mean? you're, you're constantly thinking about ideas. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like I noticed that for myself, even just like being on Twitter, mm -hmm. like I'm never on Twitter just casually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's just not a thing. Every time sorry. I'm on, you sorry know what I mean? No, don't be sorry. Oh it's always God. like, you're just always in the moment, like thinking of something to be doing. On mm -hmm. there. Like how can it relate to your work? You know, we we're just saying about like, yeah, that, that, that work, <laughs> yeah, we'll bring you back. Yeah. That work life separation. Like you can't just go on socials casually. Right. No, at right. all yeah. now because yeah. my socials were, they're all in gaming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't use my high school Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not keeping up with those freaks. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. It's, it's literally, it's always gaming. And even if, cause sometimes I'll want to go on just to like check in on like, what are Brittany and T-Dog up to today? Or like, what are my friends in the space up to today? But then it always, like, I'll always see something that's like, Oh, should we do something about this? Like, Oh, mm -hmm. like, did we know about that update? Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, there's no separating it. So it, it can be really hard. Um, but I feel like that's also what makes it special because I'm so passionate about it. And it almost like feeds into the passion where like I'm always, always thinking, yeah, always mm -hmm. creating or whatnot, even mm -hmm. if I'm not technically on the clock. Mm -hmm. you know? What um what do your friends think about this role? Like do all do all your friends Ooh, play video games? That's such a good question. No, none of my friends game. I mean, my gaming friends game that I've made gaming, but my like your, your IRL, yeah, college, yeah, college yeah, yeah. high school, high school friends. friends, yeah. No, so they your Cumbies friends you were mentioning before. Yeah, my Cumbies yeah. friends. Shout out Allie. Yeah. Um, they're they're supportive. I mean, like I could join the circus tomorrow as like a, I don't know stilt walker right like yeah. <laughs> not circus shaming no i could do anything and they would be supportive um but it's definitely harder to explain like i feel like it can sometimes and this isn't my friends but more so like family and or like my parents co-workers or like their friends like won't take it seriously or in the sense of like 
oh, you work with games? Like, oh, like, how long are you going to do that for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't understand. It's like, uh, no, actually, go look at my LinkedIn about the post that I shared from Major 2. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's so massive. I think Major 2 definitely kind of, like, worked it into reality for some of my friends. I had some friends come to Boston during Major 2, and they were like, this is insane. Um, but it helps to, yeah, it, yeah, it it's tough to explain, I think, to the older generation the most, for me personally. Mm-hmm. My, my parents, is the older generation the right word to use there? Yeah. 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 My my parents understand it. They think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. They've always been supportive, but um their friends don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So it's like anytime I see them, they're like, How's gaming? Right. Yeah. And it's like uh, I was gonna ask, like yeah. it were your parents like supportive the whole time? Like you starting like streaming and then signing with like Facebook. So and- kind of. I mean, when I started streaming, it was like more of a hobby mm-hmm. and they were supportive. And I think my first PC I got off like Amazon, like it was a very low grade PC, but it was still expensive to me. And at the time I was in college and they helped, like they paid for half of it for like a Christmas present or something. Um, and so they've always been supportive and like it is a hobby. Um but I don't think they ever really took it seriously as like something I could do for work until my Facebook deal. Um, and they were like, what? Like, that's a thing. Like people get paid to play games. Um, and that really put it in perspective. And of course my boyfriend is like a very well-established YouTuber. So like when I started dating him, he was living in a like four bedroom home with his friend in Texas, the two of them. And they were like, huh? Like that was like a shock. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, how oh, are his parents paying for that? And I'm like, no, like he is. And that was like a very big shock for them. Um, and, but I think that the Facebook deal was like the first time where they were like, okay, we support you doing this because we see that you're succeeding in it. And now obviously they're like, this is awesome. Like they've met, have they met Danny? I don't know if they, but they've, they've, my dad has talked to her on the phone. Like, again, we're very close here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like love her and they love Murph and Adam and they think it's awesome. Um, and they see obviously the success that Oxygen's had and they saw Major 2 and they think it's crazy. Like, they're like, this is unreal. They have the same view on it as I do. But it definitely took them a little bit to get to that point. And same with my sister. My brother was always kind of for it um, because he always played games. He's like, this is sick. Like, go for it, sis. <laughs> right, but my right, sister's yeah. very, like, she studies accounting. She's very, very smart. And she was like, well, like, like before, obviously before auction, like back when I was streaming myself, she's like, okay, but like, when do you give up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was like, how long are you actually going to do this for? And that was always kind of tough because I was like, I'm succeeding, like I'm succeeding, I'm succeeding. But then once I started really getting like actual jobs in the industry, that's when it kind of clicked for her. Like, whoa, like this can be like really something you mm-hmm. can do as a career. Yeah, I feel that's when you actually get like a paycheck from it. Right. You know? Right. Like I know that's um, like a lot of like we're saying like the older generation, like my dad is 70. Right. You know? And like my mom's in her late 50s. Like yeah. that's what they would think. They'd be like, oh, that's great. Like, it's really cool that you're doing right. that, but are you actually supporting yourself? Right. Yeah. And, the, and, and that's like, all they care about. It yeah. And I day. think it's like, it's out of a place of like, we care about you. Like, I know it's coming from like a genuine, like nice place, but it's mm-hmm. also like, 
gaming is awesome. It's taking over the world. And like soon enough, people will see it. And so if they need time to see it, that's fine. But like, I'm going to prove to you that this is something I can do as a career. And now obviously they see it and they think it's awesome, but it definitely took some time to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause Mike and I have talked like in the past with uh, T-Dog. Uh, most people won't people when they think of gaming they think of like you know you're a graphic designer you're yeah. actually designing the games yeah, yeah. right and the then you know, when you tell people that they're like oh yeah that's really cool that's like really cool that yeah. you're designing all this stuff and your names you know on the credits but right. when you talk about like competitive like esports or yeah. you know, working with content creators uh, a lot of people start questioning like yeah. what are you actually doing you get paid to play games yeah. is like what oh, i hear yeah. a lot yeah, yeah all oh. the time so like my uh like my dad's a big into racing. Like my yeah. whole family is. My dad's really into it. So when like we follow uh, Formula One, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And when you see that there's like a whole esport around F1, yeah, like the people who just they're in like those simulators like that we have, right? Here, right. And he's like, wait, why? Like, why are these people wasting their time? Like, why don't they actually? Why don't they get in a car and drive? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I'm like, man, that's so hard. Like, it's just right. it's different. Yeah, it's tough to explain. You know, yeah. exactly. That's the yeah. thing. It's so hard for me to explain. I'm like, well, yeah, like you hope that that's what maybe they'll right. do some people. But big thing I always say to him, I'm like, man, one of those rigs is like a few thousand dollars, like not cheap, but right. heck of a lot cheaper than trying to race in a league, which right. is going to be six figures. Right. You well, know. it's also like I feel like so many people undermine the talent that you need to have to be a competitive esports player. Like, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. nobody... Yeah. Like nobody in this building that isn't a competitive esports player could go up against Beans in a one v one and get more than one kill. Like yeah, it's just yeah. like you just couldn't. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like I feel like people think like, oh, it's so easy. Like I'll just practice and then I'll be good. And it's like no, like there's way more that goes into mm -hmm. it. And there's schedules too. It's like even if you were good, like follow a challenge. Even just start with challengers. Like challenger schedules are insane. Like mm -hmm. I don't know if you've like know like how much they play, but their practice schedules are crazy and it's like sit and just like try and do that like one day and see how you feel after. And right. it's like, yeah. it's so much harder than people think. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I mean, again, we play a decent amount, but we play nothing compared to that. Yeah. Like m microscopic levels. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we talk about a grind, like a day we really pushed, it's like, oh yeah, we're playing like seven hours. Yeah. Like that was a real grind. Yeah. For them, that's like, man, that's a light day. Yeah. You know? Right. It's right. Like, and they're no, and like, I yeah. can't play more than two now. Like yeah. I literally yeah. can't. And it's like for us, we'd be after a while, we're like, oh man, like gotta get some food. And they're like, yeah, try that seven days a week. Right. Like, yeah. Like six, seven days yeah. a week, just mm -hmm. all day. And yeah. it's not like you're screwing around with your boys. Right. Like, it's so right. Intense. You're co you're communicating the entire time. Like you learn all the comms, and mm -hmm. half the time these people are streaming it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like now factor in that you're entertaining an audience for seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And especially being a pro too, when you're practicing for that like seven, eight hour, whatever, right? You're you have to be at a high level all the time. Yeah. And you alert. Know, yeah, alert, yeah. making yeah. sure that you're making the correct play. Right. Doing everything right with your teammates. And a lot of people just they don't think about that at all. They yeah. think you just hop on, grab a controller, and play. Right. Like yeah. what I'm sure you get it. Um like your friends, they're like, oh, Sammy, you're insane at video games. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 My brother really mainly like he'll be like, you're so good. Like, like you, you can carry me and my friends. Like you're like way better than like the average person. Like you're so like you could do that. And I'm like, OK, play with 
cramp for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm yeah. good? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Like, I remember it was like yeah. that with my brother too, because my brother doesn't game at all. We used to game, we were kids all the time, but yeah. he's totally like abandoned it. And it's the same thing. Like, I remember he watched me play and um, he showed me, uh, I showed him my controller, like a scuff, and he's like, dude, this is insane. Like, and just thinking about those guys I watched, he's like, bro, that can't be like, you're not that far off that. Like, trying to be encouraged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I like to think I'm halfway good at the game. Yeah. I'm like, but any of these guys who are like trash, yeah. they would put me in a blender. No, like, literally, I would, I, would like, even, I would probably cry. Like, I would just spawn, like die thing. the entire game. You yeah. ever see that meme like with that girl? I can't remember her name from the show. Boop. Yeah, Boop. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, people edited it where she's got the headset on, she's crying. That's me in our regular yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a, at the watch party. I think it was uh, Chris was talking about it mm -hmm. when he went and played those guys. Like those are local people that are going to show up. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. I mean, I thought I'd be like. No, right. they fully like, thought they'd yeah, win. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like we were talking yeah. about, we're like, they're like, dude, these guys are—they're like local guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got no. smoked. He's like, smoked. he's like, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. these yeah. guys, like, I mean, obviously the guys that were uh, won it—they were all former pros, right? He's like, think those guys got slammed by them? It's just like a yeah. tear of <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. how good crazy. He's like, it's crazy. Yeah, like I, I watch those guys like cramp and everything that they do, mm. and when you see it live or like just watching it yeah. online, you're like. You're like that's crazy, but the plays themselves—they're not insane. Mm -hmm. What's insane to me is that they're doing it against other professionals. Yeah, you know, right? It's like right. we've done that, but against hamsters. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, did you yeah. see the one before the other day? Yeah. Oh, with was the that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like if you actually think mm -hmm. about that one before and yeah. like mm -hmm. how, because like at first glance you're like, oh, cool, one before, but mm -hmm. it's like no, think about who he was against and mm -hmm. who he killed and what he was doing in the match and like everything that went into it, like mm -hmm. insane. Yeah, it's just yeah. insane. Yeah, he's in a was it elimination was it elimination finals or uh it was like one of the elimination matches. Yeah. Like big deal match. The, pretty much the yeah, whole Yeah, live audience. Yeah. 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 The yeah. whole the whole series is riding on him. Yeah. If they yeah. lose that round, like they're chalked. Yeah. That's the yeah, one yeah. thing I think like I like every I mean, not the one thing, but like that in itself, like I already get enough anxiety when I'm the last person alive and just a pub S and D match. Like right. I yeah. can't yeah. imagine the yeah. pressure. It's like when you're like doing something like like did you ever have those days in gym when you're a kid where it's like everybody crossed on the rope to the other mat and like you can't touch the mm. ground? Like, did you ever do stuff the, like that? The pacer. Yeah, yeah. It's like one person. Yeah, it's like I remember one time, literally, it like scarred me for life. We. Everybody had to cross from one mat to the other on the rope swing, and you couldn't touch the ground. I was the last one. If one person fell, everybody went back. I was the last one. I fell. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, I still remember it. Yeah. Like, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. where I was. I remember what the gym looked like. Right. Like this, I was in the fourth grade, and it scarred me for life. Like, now imagine that on a stage in front of 20,000 people yeah. mm -hmm. and stream to 100,000, mm -hmm. and, like, you're the last one alive. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, ew, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we got a real taste of it when we played in Cold War. We matched up against a BZ in mm -hmm. our cities. They just look like they're cheating the whole time. Yeah, yeah. We were just watching the kill cam. We're like, this. That's just... wild that you got in their match too. Yeah, That's we cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were like, you. Oh, we were fangirling. Like, yeah. Oh my god. You assassinated our cities. Yeah, then... Did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you I record did. it? Uh, it, I have it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, uh, Abizu was like, these guys low key not that bad. I was yeah. like, oh, I my could. God. Yeah, that's that awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. There you go. But thing is though, to think about it, like he's saying that, but this dude has his feet up. 
kicking it, just mm-hmm. like having a drink. Right. Yeah. And yeah. He's, yeah. he's laying yeah. vertical in bed. Like yeah. I yeah. 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 He's <laughs> laying, yeah. He's laying down with his feet up in the air, yeah. just annihilating yeah. us. Yeah. And me and him, like our back, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And our screens trying yeah. so yeah. hard. Your eyes right? are like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Peeled. We're like, are we two v twos? And we're calming. Like we're on. And we're like, oh my god. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. I'm like, dude. These guys again. You think about it, they have two other people and yeah. they actually yeah. try. Yeah, that would be hard. We played against world champions. Yeah, and we got destroyed. Yeah. Oh yeah, they smoked us every time. No, yeah. we beat yeah. them one time because they had a the, guy in their team that was he was far worse than us. It, it was a three v two. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. and they, they couldn't they couldn't dig out of that. Yeah. But now it's uh it's crazy. Even seeing them now, like they play. Uh, you don't play much rank, do you, in Call of Duty? No, Brittany plays on my account though. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, um, you have to ask her because I'm curious if she experiences it because a lot of these guys when they stream, mm-hmm. it's just like hackers all the time. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I we don't experience this because we're we play against like high diamond into crimson, mm-hmm. so it's not. I don't know. There's not many people that do it, but when you get into mm-hmm. like the iridescent, yeah, top two fifty, yeah, it's I've insane. heard it's like hacker central. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of people just don't want to play it anymore. They're just like, Screw yeah, it. no, I don't want yeah. to bother. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we don't try to get to iridescent. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we, yeah, if we get there. Yeah. I saw, um, it was from uh dashy. He was just like mm-hmm. first game on. Mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah, here we go. Four stack hacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you just see the blatant hacks? It's like, dude, yeah. you know, I don't get how people enjoy that. Yeah. Just no, I don't get it either. Like, yeah. what are you doing it for? Yeah. yeah. What are you like, doing? To, for your account to get banned? Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like what's the best thing that's going to happen? Yeah. You're going to get into a lobby with pros and they're going to rage quit and, like, not want to play anymore? Like, wow, good job. Like, yeah, what, exactly. what are you getting now? Yeah, what's your yeah. goal with that? Trying to right. hack. Yeah. You can't, like, tweet it because everybody can tell that you're hacking. So it's like, what, yeah. literally, what are you getting out of it? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's ridiculous. But now you're yeah. saying you game a little bit, though, which is good. How, how much do you think you game, like, you talk about that separation. Do you, yeah. Do you try to game every not a lot. or not much? Um, no. If I ever do, it's likely on the weekends. Um, like I gamed, I played Apex yesterday um, and I played for maybe an hour and a half. So maybe like once a week or twice a week, um, but never for more than two hours at a time. Unless I'm like playing with friends that like I'm catching up with or something. Um, Apex is my go-to. I It stinks though because I like watch Call of Duty. I watch Brittany Tyler Joe Woe, I watch a lot. Um, and like Warzone streamers. I love watching like Chrissy and Natasha. And they make it look so fun because they're all so good. And then I get on. Like I'll play like one game of Warzone. I'll like update it, right? It takes like 30 mm-hmm. minutes to update. And then I get I play one game and I'm like, no, like, why am I doing this right now? <laughs> like I'm yeah, so bad. Yeah. But I used to when Rebirth was out and it was Warzone One, like I would sit and play that for hours. Like mm-hmm. I was last year, like I would game all the time, Apex a lot. Um, I used to grind Apex ranked. But now that I work in gaming like so heavily, like I'm so heavily involved, I'm either like always working um, or like if I'm like finally like done working, like I'm still like browsing my phone. Like I just like don't want to get on my computer. Um, Or yeah, I'm just – like I'll get on for an hour and then I'm just like, this is just, I can't do it. Cause it's also like, I watch these people that are so good and I'm like, why, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? To myself? Yeah. So is what do you consider like gaming now? Like it used to be your hobby, but now it's. Yeah. Know, it's-, it's a way to catch up with friends now. Yeah. I think, um, I still love it. Like mm-hmm. I love, I love gaming. I think once the like 
weather gets nicer too and like it starts getting warmer and I can sit with the window open. Like there's a lot of factors that play into it. Like right now it's like been raining all week and I don't want to sit at my computer. Like I'll just watch TV and sit with my dog. I think if I like had more people to play with, I would play more too. But like a lot of the friends that I made gaming either don't game anymore or play different games or like are on during the day and I just can't do that. Um, but I'm also really strict with my screen time. Like, I'm like a five-year-old kid where I'm like, I can't have screen time after 8 o'clock. Like, I'm literally like that because during COVID, I developed really bad sleep habits. Like, my sleep schedule was chalked. I was going to bed at 5 a.m. Like, because I didn't have to be up. I didn't right. have to be up for yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, and then it created this really bad sleep anxiety where, like, if I wasn't asleep by 2 a.m., like I would have panic attacks and I wouldn't sleep all night. And this would happen like every night. So like I literally just wasn't sleeping. Um, and like everything would be fine. Like there would be nothing for me to be anxious about. Like I had nothing to be up for the next day. And I still would like full blown like panic attacks, like screaming, like ah, I can't sleep. Like I would get so bad. Like my boyfriend yeah. would like laugh at me sometimes because he's like, you are like, you're free. Why? Why are you freaking out? I'm like, ah, I can't. Like, it was, like, it's so embarrassing. But it's okay. Like, people go through it. Um, but now I'm, now I'm like, I won't let myself go on the computer after, like, 8.30 because so, it wakes, wakes me up too much. What's your, uh, like, screen time then? Your limit? Um, it, there's no limit as long as I'm off by 8.30. Okay. And what, gotcha. time yeah. you, uh, what time you go to bed by? You're like, yeah, we're done. Like, phone's plugged in. Oh, I'm in bed by 10 every night. By 10? For sure. Um, some, unless I'm like entertaining, like if like my friend came and stayed with us recently and like I went to bed at like 11, Okay, mm-hmm. but it was a weekend. I'm, yeah. a, I'm easy going, you know what I mean? But no, yeah, like yeah, yeah. weeknights, um, when I have to come here, I'm likely in bed at 9 PM on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, I need to get this much hour sleep cause I'm getting up at 5 AM. And then like, you like, I'm so I'll count the hours. Right. Like, yeah. oh, I'm like that too. Yeah. No, I'm crazy. So, so you go to, so you go to bed nine. Like today, you say. Yeah. You getting up tomorrow. I know. What time is it? What time? Okay, it's only seven. What time are you getting up tomorrow? Well. You got to like, yeah, part of your routine. Like you get up 5 a.m. Most. So if I'm coming five. here, <laughs> if I'm coming here, I get up 530. Um, if I'm working from home, I'm normally up by 7, 730. But I think if I didn't have a dog, I'd probably be up later. But she wakes me up now. So mm-hmm. she's she's in a whining phase. It's very new where she is like crying in her crate. Last night we actually let her sleep with the crate door open, but then she's like next to the bed. And she makes this weird noise. It's not even like crying. She's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, get out. And I'll like pet her. And then she's like, and she like walks away and then it's like I fall back to sleep 20 minutes 20 minutes later (laughs) she's so weird so I have to get up with her now Um, but if she wasn't if I didn't have her I'd probably be sleeping like when I started here I feel like I slept till like 8.45 give myself like a half hour to get ready for my first meeting but now it's like an hour two hours before my first meeting um, yeah. Yeah, it's just all part of like your your balance, like trying to get like an actual schedule. Yeah. Life yeah. Like and I like to, to actually do it. Awake. Like I like to be awake and like have like sat down, answered any emails I need to answer, like plan out my day before I get on my first call. Like that's mm-hmm. super helpful. Like when I come in here, I'm like likely the first one of the first ones in the office and I'll like sit down, I write a list, a to do list of like what I need to do that day. 
answer any emails and then like collaborate with people. So then it's like I'm set. I'm ready for the day. I know what I need to get done. I'm very like type A organized yeah. with that stuff. Mm-hmm. You really want structure. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's it's important to create structure mm-hmm. in esports because esports is like insane. Mm-hmm. Everybody's everywhere all at once. Um, so it helps. It helps. Yeah. With that. It probably helps yeah. the burnout too. It's like, you yeah. know, like when people start asking like outside of your schedule, you're like, no. Yeah. Like, this is what I have to do today. Right. And right. That choice. Like if I want to do that, it's extra. Like, do I have time for it? So I'm, I'm very type A too. Like I, I hate nothing's worse waking up like later than you uh, need to be. Yeah. And then you have a meeting. Like, yeah. Ha- like within 15 no, minutes. No. Yeah. Scrambling. Oh my gosh. And you're like oh. half asleep. Like, no, I can't. Yeah. And especially when you have to speak in the meeting too. Yeah. It's like you're tripping over words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would do it with classes, like in college. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm rolling out five minutes before I'm in my pajamas in the class, but I could never do it with work. Now in the pro world, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm the same thing. People like, like my school starts so late. It starts at 8.55. Nice. That's when like first, my first class yeah. is. But there's people that roll in at like 8.45. No. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah, what time do you get there? 6.45, Ooh. 7. That's rough. What time do you wake up? Six. Okay. He lives right. That's tough. Right near the Every school. Every day. Though. I live right yeah. That's there. nice. Yeah. But yeah. what time like, do you go to bed each night? Ooh, 11.30. Really? 12. Oh my yeah. gosh. You're only getting six hours of sleep? Yeah, somewhere around there. <gasps> no, I'm like, I need eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't yeah. speak to me if it, I don't get my eight hours. It's very odd though. Like some mm-hmm. days, like, I mean, you, most of the time we try to go to 11. Like, try we, to. Well, yeah. We'll try to end on a dub at 11. Yeah. Try. But then we okay. lose at 11 and we're like. One more? No. Yeah. 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 No, no exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, there's no words. We're just like loaded. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah. oh my God. So I you know. literally yeah. grind ranked every night. Yeah. Yeah, every night. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And do you have two others that you play with? No, no it's just, it's those just us. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I would lose my mind. Oh no, it's no. We're, we're we can do it. Yeah. Well, it's so fun though. I'm I'm almost jealous because like I you can join. When I grind. No, we, you we need... you're regret that. <laughs> when I grind, <laughs> well, we play one game. Yeah, yeah you're like, oh, uh, sorry, it's Sammy. Like, we we gotta log off. Yeah, Did we're sitting on eleven. God. <laughs> <laughs> I know you log off and then I see it like later, like you're loading back up. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, I loved. I've played with um, my two friends, Lone and Emma. Shout out Lone and Emma. And we would grind Apex ranked like all day. Like literally, the best days were Sundays because Emma was off work and she's EU, so she's ahead of us. So we could only do it to like a certain hour. But like up at 10 a.m., we're on, we're grinding all day, and it was so fun. Like I loved having that because it's fun. Like mm-hmm. you know, like the rank system in Apex and in COD is awesome. Um, and it's so rewarding at times mm. and also like the most frustrating thing ever, but I loved it. Oh yeah. We get, we get hyped. Yeah. Like, Let's go dude. And yeah. The next the game, next game like, it's all gone. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Literally. We just threw. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're like, dude, yeah. Just choked so yeah. bad. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely the highs and lows of it, but yeah, I mean, we go to bed like again, probably tonight, um, depending on when we get back, we'll probably play till 11. Mm-hmm. It might be a shorter night. Um, but we'll play, we'll play till like 11, 1130. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I go right to bed. You yeah, know, that's usually what I do. Yeah, get up at six and then just do a, do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you know, uh, a big part of it, honestly, is because of the podcast. Like we, yeah, we yeah. use it uh, as like a commitment to like play ranked every day. Yeah, and because we're big, uh, we. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you, but like we don't like critics that much, mm-hmm. and especially you know how people they'll play Call of Duty and they'll put a review out like. A week later. later, yeah, we play literally every single day through the whole year. 
and then we believe that we have like a really good review. Right. We yeah, play I agree. every day. Yeah. yeah. I try, like Vanguard, it was miserable. Like really? we hopped yeah, on. Tell that. that. Okay, ranked was fun. Pubs, ranked, ranked this was is good. Okay. Is, yeah. Pubs. So she won't hate us. Yeah. Ranked in that game was really good. Good mm-hmm. ranked system, but the pubs, you know, for the COD casuals yeah. was horrendous. Yeah. It was yeah. one of the worst games ever. Um just stuff that was never fixed. A complete broken mess. Mm-hmm. Do you have a um, I feel like I've asked you if you have a favorite one. Favorite COD? Mm-hmm. We talked about this in last episode 115. Go check it out if you haven't. Um, is We talked about the last four COD. There was a poll that came out, and people put Modern Warfare at the top. 2019? Um, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. I I don't agree. I would say- Free. Um, right? <laughs> yeah. That's our same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, I think, speaking for both of us, right? Cold War. Yeah, Cold War. In the, oh. last, in the last four years. I was just going to yeah. say- I that is my least favorite. Wow. Although sometimes I did play it like alone by myself, but, but I don't but, know. It was like the mechanics of it I didn't love. I like that cold felt choppy. Cold War was a like throwback to like the arcadey cod. Yeah. 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 Which if I you agree. grew up playing those, mm-hmm. like that's what that was to me. Yeah. I feel like nowadays, like with the more recent ones, like with Vanguard, with MW. Yeah. I will still stay like okay, I Really, MW twenty nineteen is way down there for like my, my cods of all time. Okay, hear me out though. Okay, I will say though, Modern Warfare twenty nineteen changed the game forever. Yeah, right. It's one of the most innovative cods ever, and it's so smooth. I thought personally. Well, I would I would have to go back and play it. I'd okay, have to go back and play it because I played it on a PS four. Okay, not on a PC. Okay. You know, so like yeah. even playing Vanguard on a PS four was miserable compared to playing Vanguard on PS5. Yeah. You know, it's it was so much better. Yeah. Um and Cold War I'd like to go back and play the PS5 version cuz it probably felt really Yeah, nice, probably way we, better. We couldn't get them back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I would say though like Vanguard, I mean going off his point, right? I'm with him. I mean, I'm I think I'm more tolerable of, of critics than mm-hmm. him. Um but I'm on the same side too though, like people who will rate a game and then they have like five days of it played. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you really give a, a right. true view of this game? Right. Having played from the day it came mm-hmm. out pretty much every day, you mm-hmm. know, absolutely every week of the game yeah. being out. Well, that's probably what's like, I can't imagine how frustrating it can be for developers like on an update day where they like work so hard and it's like two minutes into the update being launched. People are like, this is shit. Like, it's just like. Is it like have you really mm-hmm. tried it? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. gonna be tough. And like Vanguard and like we won't go on a tangent about it, but there are things in that game that are still broken to to this day. Yeah. And they just they never fixed it. I actually really liked um I would go knifing on what was that small map that there was like always a playlist for it. And it was like the it was just like Oh, Shoot Do- House? Das Do- House? Das House? Yes. And I would just go knifing on it. With like, like all I would, the, I would it was run like a, around. Um, it had like all like the wood. Yes. Like yeah. yeah. I would literally just run around knifing people, and like they would get so mad. Like I like I got a lot of hate for it whenever I played <laughs> it by by the randoms in the lobbies. But I literally would tell people like it's like a racing game because all you're controlling is your mechanics, and yeah. then you're just yeah. stabbing them. Like mm. <laughs> like kind of toxic of me, but like I had so much fun doing it. It was so fun. And I I did it. And then I remember one time I actually had a really good experience in Search and Destroy on it where I like just fried. Like there guy I remember guys in the lobby being like, Bro, this chick is insane. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's right. You're like, I get it. So, that's right. That, that's a good transition right there. Speaking oh, of boy. that, because I 
I want to get this question out there. Yeah. Um, obviously, the esports space is uh, very dominated by males. males. Yeah. How is it being like a female in this space? Playing video games and also being a professional. Yeah, it's tough. Um, right now, professionally, it's I've I feel like I've been very lucky in my experience where I like I have really not experienced any discrimination, at least obviously where I am now, obviously. Um, but even like when I was working with Facebook and like at when I was at my media job, I was the only girl at the entire company. Um, and I felt like my coworkers really empowered me. Like they all took me very seriously and they thought I was very intelligent and just like a boss. And I really appreciated that. And I get that same energy here, which is amazing. Um, but in gaming itself, it's tough. Um, from like the as young as I remember, I would pretend if I ever had to use voice chat, I'd pretend to be a boy, just simply to avoid harassment. And I think I was like probably ten at the time where I started doing that. And like if you look back on it, like that's so sad. Like I was a ten-year-old girl pretending to be a boy because of how like probably grown men at the time were treating me, and I was so innocent and like just didn't understand at all. Like why are they so mean to me? Like what? And then obviously as I grew up, I learned that it was just the stigma I got from being a woman in the gaming space, which is really tough. Um, and yeah, that's the hardest part. It's just not being taken seriously. Like I know I could go into a game and d absolutely dominate and destroy some men at the game that they believe is their craft. Um, and, but I'll never, I'll never get that respect from everyone and that stinks. And I feel like women have to work a lot harder to prove themselves in the industry than men do, which, again, stinks. Um, like, I've had friends who have been successful and, like, the comments they get are like, well, that's only happening because you're pretty. Like, they don't actually think that you're, like, a good streamer. And it's just like, no. Like, you are an awesome streamer. And you being beautiful is just, like, good for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it has nothing to do with it. Um, and that can be so frustrating. Um, Esports wise, I really haven't no like it, I feel like every male that I've come across, granted, I'm not a player, so I can't speak for women that compete in esports, but I've had a fine experience. But it's just the like gaming in general where I've really experienced the discrimination, um, just like in public lobbies. And even now, like I find myself like if I like need to push to talk something, I'm like, over there, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And that's like, it's funny, but like to a point where it's also like, that's so messed up that I even right. like feel like I <laughs> yeah. have to do that. Um, but I think, again, like I think my positive experience in esports is a sign that like we really are moving in the right direction and women really are starting to be taken seriously in gaming and competitive play in general. Um, and I've met like all of the women I've met in esports are so awesome. And I think it's because we probably have all collectively gone through some sort of discrimination in gaming. Um, but they're just like from every team, I don't care if they're from Optic or Rocker or any, like, you know what I mean? Like any competing team, like they're all so awesome and so supportive of one another. And I, I think that's just like another sign of like, we are not only are women in general working to break that stigma and break the barriers, but like the women in esports are really coming together to show people like what we have to offer and how awesome we are. And I think we're definitely on, on the track to the right 
right we're in the right going in the right direction yeah breaking those barriers for sure no 100 percent. i mean and obviously too like you guys being in the minority like you had mentioned before you have like that similar relationship yeah it's something that like binds you guys all together yeah exactly you know? it's like i think every woman i've followed on twitter that's an esports has followed me back right away you know what i mean like and that just goes to show it's like we're all in, like i see like oh you work in esports like cool i'm following you like yeah. you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's just like we're all in this together it's like really. a collective head nod yeah you it's a sorority know, we're sorority you you're just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we like like you know i, you I got through. you exactly. yeah yeah i'm here for you yeah. you know like it's yeah it's um it's a tough it's tough it like i i went to school in education all of my classes were all women like it's such a female dominated industry education so it's like i literally did a 180 like I went from a female dominated industry to a male dominated industry. Right. And it was something like I I don't know, like I was never prepared for it. Like I've had bosses that are males and teaching and stuff like that, but like it's still it's like but all of my coworkers were women or like there's so many women and like it it didn't matter. Yeah. But now mm -hmm. it's like not only do I notice it, but if I don't notice it, somebody notices it for me. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, "Oh, Oh, that's true. Like, yeah, I am the only girl here or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's definitely different. Yeah. I think a really big thing that I, um, I'm really happy to see is that women are not just getting involved in one facet of esports. Right. You know, it's like all throughout esports. Oh, yeah. They're getting involved in every aspect yeah. of it, you know, yeah. to just help like show people that's like, look, it's not just one thing that, you know, right. people think that they're, oh, they're really good at. It's like, you can do everything in esports. Right. Oh, my gosh. Matter, Partnerships, you know? marketing, player relations like influencer like there's so much and we had, um we mentioned it a while ago i uh, was uh alley cat being one of the uh, yeah. commentators for the cdl and then she's yeah. also an organized can you ryan the name of the league that she's doing it's the wxc yeah wxc yeah. for the women's cod league yeah which is like that's the coolest thing in the world yeah it's know? so awesome i love her she she's awesome and we have been talking to her about it and like she's just it's just so because like you watch these leagues and you think like well what about us like i play this game like i want to do this but there's no opportunities really for me to do it at this level and she clearly saw that and saw you know she she had a platform or has a platform and has connections and built this for girls to be able to experience that same stage and that same level of competing and like it's just it's so cool to see and see it play out and like how successful it's been and just like how supportive people are of it it's just it's incredible i love her she's cool yeah i think that's that's what's so unique about esports too you know like we talked about it a while about the uh about the major like it's just something yeah. that brings people together mm -hmm. if you're like in esports like in actual esports not in gaming but in it um there's like everyone's so accepting of it yeah. You know? yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like just the fact that we all have something that we're united on, which is playing games. Right. People mm -hmm. love that. Right. You know? Yeah. And you definitely get that when you go to an event. So yeah. Like, for example, yeah. Major 2, like everybody there was to watch like Call of Duty. Right. And it was awesome. Yeah. Because everyone was just happy. I, I didn't see a single person that was like upset. I mean, Obviously, we were when Boston. Lost. Except for me on the floor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me on the floor uh, yeah. before everybody came in, just like um, freaking out. <laughs> but it, it's awesome to see because if you if you go to like traditional sports, it's not like that at all. Yeah, at all. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what right. makes it so different. Yeah, 
you know, because like I mean, I I'm not uh, afraid to say it. I'm like not at all a big sports person. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole Bruins thing that happened yesterday. That was sad. You know, yeah. I mean, I had people at work that like I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear anything about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like, and what? Me, that like, happened I to knew me today. What happened. <laughs> I knew what happened about it, and I was just like. Damn, that sucks. See, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, but uh-huh. I was at a call today, and I, I don't know who Chris probably, and he's like, ah, oh, bees last night, blah blah, and then everybody's like chiming in, and I'm just like, this is something, something I'm gathering, like, okay, something not something great. <laughs> Hockey, got it. Not gonna comment. Like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and even if I was there, like big Bruins people would be like freaking out, and then mm. like you and me would be there just being like, yeah, like oh wow, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, like nobody juicy. Like what's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nobody at the major. Like when Boston got knocked out, no one was like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, everyone was collectively on the floor. Yeah, like, yeah. Hands in their heads, like mm. bro. Yeah, yeah. All devastated mm. when they won. Same thing. Everyone's like, right. No, oh, nice dude. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. I will say, I feel like Boston's one of the exceptions in that, where it's like, yeah, some people don't know what's going on in a sports game, but like with Boston, I feel like it's so diehard. Um, where it's like, if you go to a Red Sox game, like you're all singing, like you know what I mean, like you're mm. all cheering, you all know what's going on most of the time. Um or like 90% of the people. So I think that's like what made the major here even more special because we're like bringing that fan base to Call of Duty. So now it's a niche audience, but also the diehard community of Boston. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that must've been a huge thing for you having to actually be part of that major. Oh yeah. Was, gonna, was, it, was oh. it horrifying? Like oh yeah. There, well, so it was literally, I was, I started part-time um, in October, but I went full-time in December and so that was like what, not even a month, like late December. So it was like not even a month away was the major. So it was like all hands on deck. I think there were like 16 of us. And oh my gosh, I didn't even know what a college major was when I started. You know what I mean? So it was horrifying. Um, I was in charge of ticketing and credentials, which is again, horrifying, like names. I like, so I still remember like, they'll be talking about like a friend of a friend of a friend. And I'm like, Oh, like naming like the family, like the entire, cause I remember it's like burned mm-hmm. in my brain. Um, but it was, I feel like in a way the best way to start because you're working around the clock to plan this incredible event, but you're also like getting to know everybody on the team so much. Like I would wake up, I'm calling Brad. I'm like, Brad, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like we're just freaking out. And then, to go there i was there all week um and like you know like call time like we're there at seven in the morning i'm like going through the badges we're like setting up the chairs and folding the towels and but we're there until you know 10 p.m at night every single day and we're succeeding like we're seeing the face on the fans and like that's who we're doing it for you know what i mean like you see everybody leaving happy and smiling and then lining up in the negative 10 degree weather the next day to be there two hours before it starts because they're that excited because they're having that much fun. And you're like, this was all worth it. Like the sleepless nights, the chugging energy drinks before the door opens and shoveling French fries in my mouth at 10 a.m. Like it's worth it because we're creating this experience for these people that they're never going to forget. And we're never going to forget it either. Like I was on first name basis with those security guards that worked at MGM and like we're, we're, friends like I'm learning about their families like what are you doing next weekend like you know what I mean like Mm. we're talking about their relationship but like that's because we're there with them like 
every single day, day in and day out. And they were awesome. And like, we really, I think like truly, yes, we have an amazing staff and that made it so special. But I also think like, we truly, truly lucked out with how incredible the venue was and the venue staff and Esports Engine and Call of Duty League. Like it collectively, like we are in this together. Like if something goes wrong, it's not on one person. Everybody's diving in to fix it. And like it ran so smoothly um, that, yeah, it literally, it was terrifying, but so rewarding and so awesome and definitely the best way to start because now like my coworkers are all my brothers and yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. I, I can't wait for the next major. Yeah. Also, hopefully <laughs> it's not during negative 10 degrees. Which, by the way, if <laughs> I saw a lot of people saying like, I'm never coming back to the city ever again. It's this cold. I'm like, that's never happened before. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not that like that. No, I, well, hello. Like I'm Brittany's from Texas. We had Joe Woe come from North Carolina and he kept being like, how, Oh, how warm is it going to be? How warm? And I'm like, a light jacket, a light jacket. I'm like, oh my gosh, but Boston Public Schools are canceled. Like, I'm like, <laughs> he's never going to speak to me again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Brit. And it was also during, and I don't know. I think it was an ice storm in Texas. So it's like, not only are we in negative degree temperatures, but all of the teams that reside in Texas are currently stuck at the airport and cannot come and like there were teams being like we're driving seven hours down to this airport like it was literally like like a mad rush to get to boston and then like once they get through all of that now they like can't go outside without their boogers freezing like it's horrible but but i also feel like it was like so like i wouldn't want it any other way you know what i mean like it was crazy, but so memorable, and like that made it so much better. You yeah, know? yeah. No, well, we added to it. We'll always remember that. Yeah, we had we had a lot of good memories. Yeah, uh, that's where we met uh, a lot of people from OXG too. Like, yeah, uh, that uh, open bar, like VIP party. Yeah, with um, uh, the flank there, there yeah. too. Like it was so cool just seeing everybody. Yeah, that's where we fir- first uh, met Chris, and mm-hmm. like it was so weird, like seeing him. Now. Yeah. yeah. Did oh, you expect him to be so tall? No. No. Yeah, no. no. Me neither. No. no idea. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah he, there's a lot of these guys. Right? Like, even uh, uh, Tyler, I was surprised by T Dog. I was like, whoa. He's so tall. He's tall. Well, there's yeah. so many. You know? So yeah. many people are tall. Bobby yeah. Poff. Yeah. Like, hello? Like, oh, we, why is everybody so tall? We were eating breakfast and Tack Rav was saying, oh my, next oh my God, he's so tall. We I like, know. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the same thing. It was so strange. Yeah. I um, remember I met him and he's like, oh, I'm Tack Rab. And I'm like, Tack Rab? Like, I like didn't know. I it was like, that Tack Rab, Tack Rab. That was another thing. It's like checking in the players and they're giving their, um, like gamer tag mm-hmm. and i'm like but i like what's your name like i, can't <laughs> I'm like, I don't know i don't know your full yeah, name i'm right. sorry like, but yeah it's funny yeah it was uh it was memorable for all that stuff i mean it was just really cool like for us because we I mean, we've been to the uh the new york major but i feel like this one too there were a lot more personalities that were there yeah um so it's just so strange actually seeing these people you know in the flesh yeah. and you're, like talking to them right you know, home state like, yeah exactly home turf yeah now that that for us is just obviously so memorable. Mm-hmm. Like it's only a half hour drive, yeah, five minutes. Nice, you know. So it's it's weird in that case. We're like we're gonna go see the people that we watch all the time. Yeah, and they're in our spot. We're like, yo, we can we can like if we wanted to go home. You know, like <laughs> we don't have to go and take like a train and like yeah, it's on. It's like some whole like vacation for us. You know, right? But. Yeah, overall, like that major, I mean, it was amazing. It was, I think you guys did, I couldn't have done a better job with it. Thank you. You know, 
I mean, that's got to be cool for you too to think that like you're part of something that affected thousands mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. You know? well, like they'll never forget it. It's like something that really doesn't hit you until like you're in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like sitting up top and like overlooking the stadium and it's just full. I had my brother come um, and he was like, this is the best. And he was sitting there alone. Like he went completely by himself. He's sitting there alone. And he's like texting me like I'm like in the middle of stuff and I'm like getting texts. He's like, no way. Like, Celium just did this. Crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like glad you're having fun. And then, like after and he's like comes up to me. He's like, that was so crazy. Like, go breach. Back <laughs> like, like, like messing around. But he like actually was so excited. Mm-hmm. And then I remember he went home and he downloaded Multiplier like he hadn't had it yet. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so bad. Like, he was like, they make it look so easy. I'm so bad. Like, oh, I yeah. can't play. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was it was it was really cool, really that, cool experience. That's so awesome to hear. Yeah, like, just reactions like that because right, like Mike and I, we I mean, we'll sit together and watch like the qualifiers and stuff. Yeah, whatever. and like our friends, they don't play video games at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of our buddies, like he sat and watched the major with us. Yeah, like, um, not in person, but he could see like the excitement. And, like, yeah. Oh my us. gosh, it's insane. Oh yeah, because like. Again, with me, I'm like, we're watching football and I'm just like on my phone. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Right, <laughs> you know? right. But then with this, I'm like, yo, yo, check this check. <laughs> right. And I feel like with people, especially when you're at one of the majors, like you get so much more into it when it's like a hard point, right? Right. Like there were some really close hard yeah. points at major two. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, ah, yeah. And like, yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like freaking yeah. out, but like, where is like your home? Like, yeah, this is awesome, but you're not like, <gasps> maybe you are. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just like, shit. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry. I don't know if you can swear. Yeah, you can swear. Um, but like, it made it so much more intense. And like, that like really brought my love out for like competitive Call of Duty, like how fun it is to watch with other people, you know? Yeah, I mean, we were bummed because we, we wanted to get him to come to that major. Your but, friend, yeah. Yeah, and he couldn't come. Mm-hmm. And we're like, dude, it's a different experience. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, because don't worry. We're not sitting on the couch. We're like, ah! Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. On, on occasion. if No, I occasionally out, do. Yeah, have, my know. boyfriend will like run and be like, what's wrong? I'm like, yeah. nothing. Like, <laughs> like when, when Boston went 3-0'd optic mm-hmm. off the rip. Yeah, that was like unheard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't yeah. screaming like that. You know, everyone's like, jumping around, hugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah fingers yeah. Are getting flipped towards optics. Yeah, it's like yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so awesome. No, nah, it was so awesome. Yeah, I mean, like like Justin had said, I can't wait for the next one. Um, you know, just I, I wish like those honestly are the best. I think they're just the best string of days that we ever have is when you get to just eat, breathe, and sleep cod. And we don't have to really worry about it, you know? Like, yeah. we just wake up, we're like, yeah, let's get some breakfast. Yeah. Let's go do it, you know? That was the best part, just waking up every day, just knowing we could do this for the next three days. And this like, is we all be, we do. Yeah, I'm like, can we get paid to just be spectators? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> every single day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, just that routine, waking up, getting coffee. All right, we're just sitting and watching Call of Duty all day. We don't need to hop in ranked and feel stressed out the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not competing. We're just having fun. Yeah, we can all just watch these guys stress yeah. out and yeah. feel so bad for them. It's yeah. like, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to like the being a female like in the industry to yeah. wrap this all up, right? Cause we've been, Let's we've hear been, it. Um, I need to ask like this question because okay. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of females out there that don't like when their significant other plays okay. video games. Okay. How do you feel? Oh about my gosh. That? Well, that's how I met my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Obviously I, um, we met actually like he's given him some, to give him some credit. I would ne- definitely not be working in gaming 
if it weren't for him. So I really got back into gaming in college when I started playing Fortnite, like when Fortnite blew up. And that's how I learned about like Twitch and streaming. Like I had no idea that that was a thing. So I started playing Fortnite and then I just YouTubed Fortnite. Like that's what I YouTube searched. Like how lame now, you know. That's I mean, very like, old generation. Like, I mean, yeah, like, now it's like yeah. you'll get like game trailers from like Epic Games now. But back then it was like so new. And I think the first video I watched was probably, I'm sure, Ninja, right? Um, and I was watching Ninja and Tim like every morning. Like I'd wake up, Tim would be live and I'd watch him. And that's like how I learned about streaming. And then I... um but I never chatted. Like, obviously, like at that time, too, it's like he has so many viewers. I wouldn't chat. And then I went on YouTube and it was like in my recommended was a video from Pro Hennis, who's my boyfriend. Um, and I clicked on it and I was like, oh, like this is like so like good. Like I I do not like I do not have a good attention span. So like you could show me a video and like two 20 seconds in, I'm like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just out. And I watched the whole thing, which is like really unheard of for me, unless like I like care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the whole thing, and then later that day, creepy Google algorithm like figures out that I watch his YouTube video, and he shows up on my recommended for Twitch. And I'm like, oh, that's the guy I was just watching, and he only like had like 150, 200 viewers at the time. I say only. That's a great number, by yeah, the way. Yeah, like I'm yeah, not yeah, saying I'm yeah. not doubting that. Um. I followed him and I like saw the same people in chat, right? Like it's the same people in chat every day. And I'm like, wow, they're like really all friends. That's really cool. So I, I think my like Twitch name at the time was like my full name. Like, so, so lame, you know, me, Samantha Kirk, just like typing, like <laughs> doxing myself. Um, and I like started chatting and then over the pandemic, we became friends and um, fast forward. Yeah. started dating and whatever. Um, but now like, so to think, like the first person I ever chatted in their stream, I now live with and have a dog with. Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. So no, I think it's awesome. I think there's obviously balance to it, right? Like there's times where I'm like, get the F off your game and watch our show with me. Like, you know, but I think it's I think it's it's the same as if you were to have a boyfriend that played pickleball with his friends every night. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a hobby. It's something that they enjoy doing. Or if it's competitive, then that's awesome. But for most the everyday Joe, it's a hobby or Joe because girls game too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. I think I think it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. Like you could hate on, yeah, if he's playing video games for eight hours a night and not paying attention to you whatsoever and not putting effort into your relationship, then I think like, okay, see ya, buddy. But I think most of the time, as long as they're also caring about the relationship it's fine. yeah no i think i think the problem with uh with gaming is the stigma that's a yeah exactly it's like you said like if you were if you were playing eight hours of pickleball right like people would rather that right than eight hours of gaming yeah right yeah like because every time i mean i i get it i know you do mm-hmm. um they're like oh, gaming you're wasting your time like it's a total waste like why are you sitting yeah. there playing no, I a just game disagree you know and mm-hmm. i'm like what are you talking about you you're know, sitting like, and watching netflix I for think, eight hours and i think like yeah, that's the best comparison right. ever again yeah. people those people are the same that sit on the couch after work right. and watch, watch like netflix, netflix for yeah three hours. I mean, and again like, what are you doing studying yeah like and again, no for us, like, it's like <laughs> no shame like you do you right. yeah like 100 yeah. but don't come at somebody who's gaming for three hours right. while you go and watch your favorite show for three hours yeah you know? i think like it's not for anyone to judge anybody else's hobby no matter what it be i think 
a lot of the time gaming can be an outlet for people that deal, you know, with stress and anxiety and depression and like they get on the game and like they forget all of that. And just as somebody does, if they go to work out or if they go to play pickleball, right? Like there's any, you can have any kind of outlet. And if, if it works for you, it works for you. And that's all that matters. And yes, if you're in a relationship, of course you need to value the person in the relationship, but you need to value them no matter what you're doing. It's right. It doesn't matter, the game. So mm-hmm. no, I have no problem with my boyfriend gaming. I don't like to game with him because I have like a really hard time not blaming him every time we die. It's so weird. It's like, I used to love it, like, right? Like gaming with him, I used to love it so much. And now I'm just like, why did you arrest me? Like I get so mad and right. it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I literally can't game with him. What about like, what about the game though? Like, does it depend on the game? Like if you were playing, no. like, I don't know, just a chill, like a mellow- Minecraft maybe, like it's fine, <laughs> right? But like, no, about- like any battle royale, mm-hmm. like- what about like a single? It's his like, fault. It takes two. That's fine. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't like know. A, a single two, player co-op. You can still die. Yeah, you right? can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know yeah. about that one. No, it, like it. Ha- <laughs> it literally has yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Okay, but like not because of it. Well, actually, probably. I'm sure I've blamed him for a death in my yeah. No, it's so weird. I used to mm. love it, but now it's mm. like I think because like I started to get good at the games I was mm. playing, so it's like because for a while. I like he wouldn't want to play with me and I knew it was because I wasn't good you know what I mean so it's like I'd really want to play with him and his friends and he'd be like I don't know like I think like we're just like we're gonna play with the guys tonight I'd be like why like I can be one of the guys Mm. but it's like he's like like finally like but then I started getting good you know and then it's like I started playing with them every night and like I'm like carrying the fuck out of them because I'm so good you know right and then once I was really good, he was like, yeah, babe, like, you just used to suck. Like, it wasn't anything, like, it's, it. I would have done it to anybody. Like, if, like, our friend Ryan plays, and he's really good as well, and he's like, if Ryan was playing like that, he's not on my squad. Like, you just, like, you couldn't keep up. But now you can keep up, so you can play with us. But, like, you you struggled for a little bit. Like, you weren't, you weren't very good. Um, so, yeah, so I think that hurt my ego a little, a little bit. And now if I am playing with him and I die because, like, I die not because of him it's because of him yeah yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah no matter what it's, <laughs> it's like you let me die yeah yeah but it can be frustrating too mm-hmm. because like i grind apex and he'll get on like for his like third time ever and he's like carrying me and i'm like get off there's yeah. there's certain <laughs> kids that we like again we play all time what's that kid's name that we played with um uh and god yeah the young kid menace yeah this kid okay he's so, out of control 16 yeah, yeah. 16 absolutely out of his mind this kid barely plays though mm-hmm. right like when we haven't played him for a while and i see like he he doesn't play because he's in he's in high school yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but when this kid hops on out of nowhere he's like yo you guys want to play and yeah like, we'll be like yeah dude let's run it this kid will annihilate yeah it's like, I envy yeah. people. It's like that kid really grinds do. all day like, yeah that's what you would imagine he does but he probably just would hop on and he'd be at the top. Like yeah. he's an it's insane, insane. Yeah. He's an insane crack submachine gun player. Yeah. You know? And even guys like I was playing with uh last oh, well, not last night, it was yesterday in the afternoon. This kid, same thing. He they asked me, they're like, yo, how old are you? Gamer Mike, that's my name, Gamer Mike. Gamer Mike. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gamer Mike. Shout out my mom made my name. I love uh, that. 
that. And they're like, I'm like, oh, I'm 25. And they're like, oh, damn. Yeah, like, you're old. I'm like, what you yeah. mean by yeah. <laughs> And the guy's like, he's like, oh, I'm 16. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. 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 Dude, I'm like, you're a child. No, yeah. I but know. But same thing, like that kid, you could hear it in his voice. Like he's so cracked yeah. all the time. He's just like, yeah. I'm like, yo, hold on, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And those, he's insane. Those kids are the most genuine because that guy that we played with, yeah. nicest kid ever. He's yeah. like asking us like, uh, you know, different strategies, like yeah. how are we doing? He yeah. loves playing with us. He's like, man, Justin, every single time, like I play with you guys, like we always win. Yeah. When I'm playing alone, like I just lose. Like I need you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's the premium gas too. Like I popped the three piece. Like, gave her my job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I got you. And yeah. The hype. Even their connection was terrible, but that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's it's really really cool. I don't know how we got on that whole thing. Uh, Are we talking about yeah, like the natural gaming? Game, yeah. 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 My um, I'm a pretty competitive person. So like, yeah. my girlfriend, she doesn't she doesn't really game a lot. She plays yeah. like her Switch and stuff. Right. Um, but when we we've, we've gotten to Overcooked, have you played that game? heard of that yeah it was well, like a cooking game right yeah, yeah it's like yeah, yeah. you know you need to build this burger you yeah. need bun lettuce patty blah 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 papa's pizzeria yeah and like you need to <laughs> deliver it in like a certain number of time uh, a time limit yeah. and there's like one two or three stars obviously i'm trying to go for three stars right, right? right. and it's all time-based and you have to like multitask so much yeah and she's like stressed out i'm like patty patty fry it fry it <laughs> play play Right. She's like, I can't play this with you because yeah. you get so competitive. And I'm like, we need three stars. <laughs> well, if no, we get two, it's over. <laughs> You're like, Pums. Pums. Literally, even yesterday, Henry and I were playing Mario Kart. And I like, I hadn't played it in so long. And then I was like, of course, it's like we're like two games in. And he like keeps getting first. I'm like in eighth place. Like, I can't turn at all. I'm like just falling off the map, falling off the map. And I'm like, okay, like I'm. I'm good. And he's like, what? Like, we just got on. Like, we like, like, we, like, this is so nostalgic. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you're beating me. Like, you're beating me. And I'm literally in eighth place. Like, get out. Like, go. I'll go play single player, please. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, I can't handle it. I'm too competitive. Yeah. Competitive nature follows anywhere. I didn't realize that yeah. until it was like, uh, it was like two weeks ago. I did uh, book it. You know what that is? Wait. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Why do I know what it is? What is it? It's like. It's a uh, quiz that you can put together. Okay, yeah. And it's like timed. Mm -hmm. And whoever ends up like getting the most questions done the fastest time wins. Okay. And they, like, the kids had asked me, can I play or can I play with them? And I was like, yeah, screw it. Let's go try. Mm -hmm. And I got third and I was, I I was tilted the whole day. The whole day. And it was guessing animals. It was like it was like what is this animal? Like it was a baby version of the animal, and I'm oh like, my gosh, you I'm you like, couldn't get it. I, I lost to them. Yeah, embarrassing. No, it was. That was the yeah. thing. I was just yeah. like, I'm like, your brain isn't even developed, bro. Yeah, These kids are just too quick. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're cracked. Yeah, cracked. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever played the game Scategories, the board game? Yeah, where it's like yeah. it's like a list of categories, and you roll a letter. So it'll be like a boy's name, like type of sandwich, and you have to answer each one. And it has to start with a letter that you rolled and you're like timed. And then at the end, everybody goes through their answers. And like, if you get the same thing, it doesn't count, whatever it's like, but it's, it's like a categories game. Mm-hmm. And it's just like quick thinking. Yeah. And I'm Henry won't even play with me anymore. Like that's my, like, that's what I'm good at. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can beat me in a battle Royale game any day, but when it comes to word games, Oh, get out of town. Gets like, yeah. so he does it. He, he refuses to play it with me now. And we had a friend over the other day and I'm like, Oh, we have categories. She's like, Oh yeah, let's play. And he's like, I'm going to go in my office. <laughs> like, no, sit down, sit down. Like I was like, you have to play it. I'm so it's, 
It's very fun. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but to wrap everything up, right? Uh, do you have any tips for like other females trying to get into this industry or just like gaming in general? Yeah, I think the biggest tip is like you just have to put yourself out there and go for it. Um, you're never going to get anywhere unless you try and just like see. But like also build up your experience, build up what you can do, right? Like any accomplishment you have, like keep a copy of it right like it doesn't have to be a job for six months but it can be like i tried out this content series for myself or for a creator and it did this well right like analytics like anything you can have to prove your worth ethic work ethic keep it and like hold on to that stuff right because like that is experience and in gaming like there's only so much experience you can go into a gaming job with right like it's such a new industry it really is so hold on to everything you've done I feel like a lot of people that are in content creation want to get involved in esports and I think like you are in the perfect position to do that because content creation is experience right like building up your brand is experience make connections, go to events, like talk to people, learn about what are they looking for? Like, what could you do to prove that? And just try, like, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't try. Obviously, if you were to ask me a year ago, like I didn't, I wasn't here a year ago. I was, what was it? What month is it? May? May. I was directing Moana. And like, that's like, that's literally what I was doing a year ago. I was directing Moana and cleaning houses in my free time. And if you were to ask me if like in a year I'd be sitting here on a podcast talking about being a woman working in esports, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, be like, Apex? Like, like I would like have no idea. So it's it's literally all about just like trying your best, putting yourself out there and just like, yeah, like work, work hard and you'll see results. And yeah, like just try, like just reach out to people, put yourself out there and that's that's my advice. I love it. Be it's, yourself. It's advice. Yeah. yeah. Hard work always pays off. It really it does. It does. really does. And it can be and with gaming, like I feel like gaming is the industry where it's like flexible. It can literally be in anything, right? Like nobody in gaming is gonna have experience in the industry, like working for gaming jobs for like over seven years. Like you're not gonna find that. You know what I mean? Like what jobs were there seven years ago in gaming, except for like game developers and like maybe like small, very small marketing teams? Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's so it's such a new industry. I'm sure there's more jobs out there like seven years ago, to be honest. But the, it's such a new industry and you're responsible for building yourself up and building it up. Yeah. Great, great advice. Yeah. yeah. My last thing before we close out is what's something that you hope to see in the gaming space in the future? Ooh. Well, I feel like I can answer this like it's serious and fun. Serious, I think, just more representation and acceptance of women. Um, duh. But fun, oh, I don't know. I would love to see more like because um, I'm thinking of like my influencers and like influencer marketing. Like I think I'd love to see more influencer events that fans can go to because it's like now we can go and see competitive players but like i would love because you i don't know you have twitchcon and like stuff like that but like i would love to go like i thought what they did with cod next was really really cool like i want more of that you know what i mean and obviously there's not gonna be a new cod game every day or every month but like what could you do with that 
that maybe isn't only competitive, like don't like they're doing enough, right? Like the competitive players have a busy enough schedule, but like what could we do with the influencers in the space where like we're creating fun experiences like that for fans to go to? Cause I think that would have been awesome if we could have gone to COD next. You know what I mean? Like all those influencers were trying out the game for the first time. Mm-hmm. That would have been so cool yeah. to see in person, you yeah. know? So stuff like that. I, like I would that. like to see. Yeah. That, that's a good answer. Yeah. Um, lastly, do you have literally any, any questions <laughs> lastly, for us? Lastly, lastly, any, any questions yeah, for yeah. us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is it. Any questions for us? Anything you think we should be doing better tips, tricks for us, anything. Um, I think you guys are doing incredible. Keep putting yourselves out there because that's again, like that's how I've built my connections. Like I feel like in a weird way, what we do coincides with one another, right? Like we both do a lot of influencer outreach and relations and stuff like that. Um, So putting yourself out there because you guys are so awesome. Like I want, like, I feel like you don't, (laughs) this is like so cheesy to say, but I really feel like you don't know how great you are. And like you are like this podcast was so fun. You're so good at talking to people. You are, you are, you're so good at talking to people. Appreciate the guys. Um, And like, you're doing such a good job. So keep putting yourself out there. Yeah, my, you know, three C's, guys. Like, come on. Like, get get that short form roll in. Like, just, like, stuff that you can do to amplify yourselves. Like, never stop trying new things. Um, yeah. Although I did hear recently, like, Reddit is a dangerous place. So be careful if you go on there. But, like, yeah. Don't even. Yeah, you're you like, nope, 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 nope. Do you go on? No. I don't. I go on to read about um, reality TV gossip. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I um, I go on there sometimes when I need a question answered about something mm-hmm. like totally, you know, not gaming related at all. Yeah. Like how does a shoe fit mm-hmm. like a certain one from a brand? Reddit might come in clutch. Yeah. But the Reddit COD community. I I never go on that. Right. Front. Yeah. Right. That, that's a bunch of those people who think that they work for a COD team. And I'm like, you don't. <laughs> we we went on once. We do have uh, the COD casuals Reddit. We do. But that's and people. <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> We did. We posted on the flank. I remember before uh, the Boston Breach was a team, mm-hmm. and I think we said something about like, "Oh, Boston would be such a cool city and a, a cool team," and we got roasted. Yeah. And then we never went back on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you roast that? Yeah. Yeah. Like freaks. Exactly. Yeah. Those exactly. Freaks. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you for awesome. coming yeah, on. We appreciate it. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. Of course. Um, I was gonna say, and the secret was. This was actually our second time recording yes. this yes. episode. We already know we already know this person. Yeah. So we uh we had a whole screw up. These freaks um, made me come on twice. Yeah. Yeah. So don't worry, she's well compensated. The checks in the mail. <laughs> yep. You know. So uh yeah, again, we thank you for coming for the second time. Um yeah. and yeah. So again, we hope everybody listening has enjoyed episode one sixteen of the Cod Casuals Podcast. Again, uh we'll put uh we'll put her links. Um, in the bio as well so you can go and make sure to follow her on all platforms as well as us this is going to be on YouTube um, yeah, YouTube Cod Casuals be sure to like comment subscribe as well on Twitter Cod Casuals uh, for all the platforms for listening to anchor.fm slash Cod Casuals um, as well as we also are on TikTok now we're on the short form grind so be sure to go to TikTok as well um, and the Instagram so if you don't want to watch the whole episode go check out the shorts there that's where they're going to be Okay. Love it. We good? Yep. All right. We out. We out. This has been episode 116 of the Cod Casuals Podcast. We're your host, Mike. I'm Justin. We will see you in the next one. Take it easy, everybody. See ya.